What's going on, family? This is your boy DJ Preach, the founder of the Life Show Radio. And I see that you're doing great things right now by keeping it locked here on the MTMV Sports Podcast. Y'all better be talking about the Carolina Panthers. Let's go. Yeah, it was awesome. We worked with Kenya Williams. Um, she helped us find our home. Uh, we had been looking for about 30 days and couldn't find what we liked and just, you know, we told her the vision that we had and what we wanted to see for our family and maybe even a size of a family that we wanted to grow. And she found us the perfect home out in Douglasville. It was amazing. We loved it. Um, five bedroom, four car garage. Um, behind the house had a creek. It was amazing. We could ask for anything more, right? Hey, just like Ryan Kenya Williams was my realtor as well. She is a wonderful and trusted advisor. Listen, if you are looking to buy or sell a home and you're in the Georgia area, mainly like Atlanta, Douglasville, Cobb County, then you need to reach out to Kenya Williams today. Don't hesitate to give her a call. Her number is 404-557-6636. The home of your dreams could just be a phone call away. Call Kenya Williams today. Hey, how y'all doing? This is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sportsman. I'm geeked today to be joined by Coach Brian Harrison um, of Meadow Creek High, man. Look, I, I kind of followed you on Twitter. I saw you kind of putting out some stuff, doing some stuff, man. And it looks like you're moving, moving. Um, looks like a lot is going on with your high school. Looks like a lot is going on with your players. I wanted to invite you on the show to talk about some stuff, man. Um, how you doing today, Coach? I'm doing good, man. I appreciate you bringing me on, man. It's a blessing. Man, it's my absolute pleasure. Um, look, I wanted to ask you about um, about coaching in this current climate, right? Like, it's a it's it's probably a little bit more difficult now based on the new COVID restrictions. Um, you know, and, and there's so much that's going on. There's a lot of different there's a lot of different restrictions with pro athletes. There's a lot of different restrictions for college athletes. But at the high school level, what are some of the biggest changes that you've seen or that you feel like you had to make while dealing with the new COVID restrictions? Man, I'll be honest with you, man. It's actually been it's been kind of hard, you know, uh, dealing with football. You know, guys, one of the biggest things I can think of right now would be just the preparation aspect of it. You know, when you get dressed in the locker room, you only allow 10 guys at a time, you know. So we can't have more than 10 locker room at one time. So guys got to come out and guys got to come in. So it's got to be constant moving. So practice may start at 430, but now because you got to wait in between to get dressed, now I might start a little later. You know, um, other thing is just dealing with patience because you got so many kids going through so much outside of football. And then once they get to football practice or whatnot and watching film, they're kind of distracted by other things. You know, so it's it's dealing with patience, also dealing with just being in, in, in constant communication with your players just to make sure their, their mental health is good. You know, because – I mean, I know these kids want to go out and kick it and have a good time, but it's hard because they know if they do and they go in the wrong place, they may catch corona and the whole team is shut down, you know. So that aspect and then as far as coaching, you know, dealing with the equipment, I have to constantly clean the, the bags. I coach D-line, so we use the bags, use the pads, you know, so we got to constantly clean them. We go in the weight room, got to constantly clean. Just, 
the whole preparation aspect of it has changed. Then you look towards the game. You know, in the game, we got cones. So kids got to stand a cone. Or, you know, in the past, you know, you always group together. You want to watch the game together. But, no, you got to social distance with the cone, stand behind the cone. So we assign every player to a cone to make sure you stand that cone. When defense on the field, they run on. Offense come off, and they stand back cone. You know, so it's just, it's just a lot, man. It's a lot in the, in the mask aspect, aspect when you're in the, in the field house. Everybody wear a mask. And then when you watch the film, you can't use that out. My D-line group together in one spot. The linebackers in one spot. DBs in one spot. You can't do that. They got to all spread out. I watch the film. So I might turn around want to talk to a guy. I watch the film, but he ain't there. He over there now. So it's, it's just a lot, man. It's a, it's a whole lot, man. But, but to be honest with you, man, I ain't going to lie, man. It's, just, it's a blessing because we still get to actually play. You know, I, I, I didn't want to have that aspect where, my, where the kids couldn't play. You know, I, I didn't want to – that would probably be a bad situation for the, a lot of these kids who football, they depend on football to get to the next level and get a car, especially these, these seniors, these 2021 guys. So that's been the biggest thing. Man, that seems like a lot, Coach. I, I can't even imagine it, man. I can't imagine, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, is. every student being assigned a cone. You got to have a lot of cones, yeah. so the cone budget <laughs> then probably went up. So, <laughs> so now you have Oh, yeah, that. and the water bottles, too. Oh, for all. Oh. No water bottles. Everybody got to have their own. So we got, we got blessed with um, when our coaches went to Kroger, and he went over there and was talking to a lady, and she, she donated uh, $20 worth of uh, cases, cases of water. Nice. Everybody got to have a little water body. You can't you can't squirt the water in the kids or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So that's been big. It's been it's a lot, man. It's just Yo, a lot. I remember that man it used to be squirt squirt pass, man. Like don't yeah. make rotation. Now you can't do that no more. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yo, coach, um, I want to ask you about this, man. Like you said, the the pandemic is impacting the players. Um, do you think it is, is impacting them, um, in a way where they're thinking about their futures a little bit differently now, based on the fact that we're we're in the middle of a pandemic and dealing with it? I think they are, especially like I said earlier, especially the senior class, man. It's it's twenty twenty one class because a lot of coaches, a lot of schools are not losing players, you know. So therefore, they got to. Those, those scholarships, it won't have that many to give out to the 2021 class. So a lot of kids won't be able to get to that next level. You know, it probably won't. I mean, they'll still get there. It's a school they want to go to, you know, so they might have to go a different route. So I think that definitely is playing a major point, a major part in this transition. And then the whole thing with school, you know, we are on digital now. So we're digitally on school. So a lot of kids not actually in the building going to actual classroom, actually, you know what I'm saying, sitting in front of a teacher so they have been on a computer. And I think that's really hard for a lot of kids, you know, being on a, on a, on a computer. Now they have this, like, going to school, you have somebody constantly looking over you. While you're at home, if your parents ain't there, you know, what are you doing? Are you actually logging on? Are you doing your work? Mm. You know, so that's, that's caused them to actually have to put their big boy pants on and, Go do that work because them grades ain't gonna change. Ain't nobody giving you no grades. So you still <laughs> gotta do your work. So, yeah. Man, that's tough. I want to ask you about your role as recruiting coordinator for um, for Meadow Creek High. Um, what goes into that, Coach? But I ain't gonna lie, man. It's, it's, it's a lot, but it's um, it's it's great because I've been here. It's my seventh year here, mm. so I've been here since we've been real bad. You know, um, real bad. Like not winning a game. For two years, I was here. 
Then uh, I, I left, went to Florida, came back. Uh, my, pa- my pops passed away. So we got a, we got a new coach here who's our, our current head coach now, Coach Carrera. And it's been a it's been like night and day, man. You know, you know, all coaches hear about coaches always talking about culture, changing the culture. And that's one thing he's been big on since he's been here. And the reason why we've been successful, changing the culture, changing the kids, just mentally about wanting to win, knowing how to win, and then actually getting the schools to come in. Because before we never had, I mean, maybe some couple NAI schools, couple D3 schools, that's really it. You know what I'm saying? Now, over the past four years, we've been getting every school from the Power Five all the way down to JUCO, the Elite JUCO, D1, AA, D2. I mean, it's, it's constant. Constant. Every school's coming in. And we actually was told by a school before. Um, it was two years ago. School was like, Coach, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, we would come down Steve Reynolds, man. We would skip skip past Metal Creek. You know, we, y'all to have Y'all had enough for us, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's been a real blessing, man. And I, I really take a lot of pride. And it's a, a blessing that Coach Carrera put me in charge of recruiting because I really take pride in it and trying to get these kids to the next level. And I always tell them all the time, man, practice when we in film. I always say, man, you try to go feed your family, man. Let's go. Let's go feed your family. Mm-hmm. So every rep, everything you do is, is constantly thinking about getting to the next level, trying to feed your family. And um, last year we got – our uh, quarterback, uh, Quincy Bonner, you know, he, he's in the Army right now. And that kid right there, man, he, he was a real blessing to our program for three years, you know what I'm saying, football and track. And that's one of the biggest, um, I think, signings we've had since I've been doing it is on um, getting him to uh, sign a full scholarship to Army. You know, so it's been, it's been great, you know, just constantly on the kids, though, about, like, um, right the SAT and ACT, being alert what your GPA is. Coach, man, I, I find out my GPA. A lot of kids didn't even know. They mm. didn't even know. They didn't know how to register for the NCAA clearinghouse. What's NCAA clearinghouse, Coach? So Coach Carrera and myself I actually had brought, brought the ladies down from the College and Career Center to sit down with the kids, show them how to register for the NCAA clearinghouse, show them how to fill out the FAFSA. A lot of kids had no idea what a FAFSA even was. You know, just going through that whole process has been an eye-opener for me, but also has been a blessing as well, just to be able to help these kids out. And that's all I care about. My Every year I look towards getting every every senior a scholarship to wherever they want to play. They don't play football. It's a place for everybody. I always feel that no matter how good, how bad you think you are, whatever, it's always a place for everybody to go if you want to do it. You know, so that's one of my goals every year, to make sure every kid signs on sign day to be able to go to get to school to the next level. Coach, how did you start those relationships? I mean, how do you get those people to come out? How do you get those colleges to come to your school? How do you get those colleges to stop skipping over Meadow Creek and yeah. start figuring out what's going on there? I think well, what Coach said one of the big things was us winning. Mm-hmm. Us winning actually showed like okay, they got something going on over there. Let's go, let's go see what's going on. See if it's if it's luck, <laughs> is it players or what it is. So yeah. then, then they start coming by. Then they start seeing okay, these guys got some guys, good looking boys over here, you know. So they start coming out then. Um, going to camps in the summertime. We go to Kennesaw State camp every year, Mercer every year. And Coach Tinker does a great camp um, down south of LaGrange. We go there every year. And there's a lot of schools that are there. And when they're there, we go and we just um, see the coaches. I'll be able to talk to the coaches, give them a card, uh, give a, show the kids, show the coaches the transfer the kids and whatnot. And then we uh, also go to a recruiting fair. Uh, Coach Tink puts on a great recruiting for every year. I think Gwinnett puts one on as well 
where all the schools, not all schools, but a lot of schools come out from every level, especially HBCUs come out. You get your D1 AA schools, D2, um, JUCOs, and just meeting them there, uh, getting in contact with them. Uh, I'm on Twitter a lot, so I'm constantly tweeting out stuff for our players, coaches to see it. I'll DM them. I'll tag them. You know what I'm saying? They're knowing what coach has his area. This is a constant. This is a process, man. Long, long process, but I enjoy it, you know. Man, Coach, I, I want to ask you about that because you are a pretty awesome um, follower on Twitter. You highlight certain players um, that you have access to. Uh, one of those players is um, Eduardo. I think it's how you say it, Eduardo? Eduardo, yes, sir. Hendricks. Um, he's, I mean, I think guy's about six foot six or something like that, yeah, man. He's six, six, 195. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, you're, you're saying he's jumping out of the building, man. Talk to, me, <laughs> talk to me about what type of player he is and why you know, football fans should keep his name in, in their minds. So, so Eduardo is a basketball player. Uh, he's actually in my health class last year as a freshman. And he walked in the door. I was like, dang, who great you in? He's my first. Are you really a freshman? Or are you like a fresh, like a senior or, or, or a junior? Really? You know what I'm saying? He's like, no, I'm really a freshman. Oh, you can play football, man. He's like, I think about next year. Because a lot of kids for basketball, they really don't want to go to football. They're scared. They may get hurt. So he came out this year because a couple of his friends who play basketball also play football. So he came out uh, about – so about two months ago, and started just learning how to catch the ball, how to run routes, and he plays basketball, so he has an incredible vertical, mm. you know, has an incredible athletic ability. So uh, he came out and started just, and it's crazy, once he goes up, I think it's like basketball to him, he's got big hands, so he's just, just, just grab the ball one hand. So he played a JV game two weeks ago, and he, he, he lost two guys, and it was beautiful. He caught it one hand, and they rolled over the other hand, and still had the ball in his hand. You know, the kid's raw. He's gonna be a he's gonna be a D a D one kid, man. You know, he can jump, he can run. He's also a good kid. He got a three GPA. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I good character kid, no problems off the field, something like that. So yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be pretty he's gonna be pretty big, I, I believe. In a perfect world, you know things happen sometimes, but I feel if, if he stays straight and everything is perfect, he'll be that power five kid. Yo, we're gonna we're gonna keep him prayed up, man. Eduardo Henry, yes, we're gonna definitely keep him prayed up on this side, man. Um, yes, sir, I appreciate that. Those measurables alone will send me to my knees. Father, I need you to help look out for his brother. <laughs> no, no. Yo, man, there's another kid uh, on the squad, Jeremy Lundy. Um, 5'10", 195, 3.3 GPA. Um, you put him out there, Coach. What are some of the intangibles that he brings to the field that makes him a great player? I think he plays outside linebacker for you. Yeah, he plays uh, Jeremy. He like two ten. I'm, 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 I'm misprint. He about two ten. He probably get mad if he said that one ninety five. <laughs> but uh, he about two ten. He uh, man, I'm gonna tell you about Jeremy. Jeremy has really, really worked hard. And I, I and I put in some workouts. I told Jeremy this last year. Last year he had to go into a game. I started linebacker got hurt. So he came into the game, man, and and B gap was open the whole entire game. He was in. I'm like, what the heck? Where is Jeremy? Jeremy would not hit that gap. He was slow. He was undersized. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, man, if you want to play this game, this offseason, you want to sell out and because we're, we're depending on you. So you want to come out the track. I'm the head track coach, too. I said, you come out the track, you to run. You ain't got to run to me as long as you come out there and run. And I, we, have, we have a very, very good strength and conditioning coach. Mm-hmm. And he's really helped him out with his speed and his strength. But the key thing is him buying in and accepting and knowing that if he want to play, this is what he got to do. So Jeremy had a great offseason, man. He gained weight. He got stronger. He's actually uh, probably clean, went up like 30 pounds. Squat went up like 40 pounds. Um, 
And he's already – he already has a high football IQ. He's very smart and already a good kid. So him just being able to be able to um, get to the next level, I mean, do what he does has been a real – it's been a real blessing, man. He's he, he's, he's busting his butt to do it. And he's, he's, he got his first offer today, I think, his day. He got his first offer from um, Culver Stockton. Let's talk. Let's talk. Yeah. That's awesome, yeah. man. Yo, what do you do when a kid comes to you and be like, Coach? And you know that story. Like, if I if I knew of a kid who last year wasn't really, you know, like, there's no offers coming for you, kid. Like, if I just yeah. thought about that, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then I see him sell out to a program, right? Yeah. Flip around and get an offer. Get Coach, an offer. what does that make you feel? Like, like how does that feel? I was in class when he texted me. He said, Coach, man, Culver Stein is offering me. I was like, I gave him, I gave him that, that Kobe pump. I got that Kobe pump. I was happy, I was excited because he deserves it, man. It's, it's a great feeling when a kid who really works hard as he does or see a kid who really works hard really um, gets what he's looking to get to. And a kid that don't really care. You got so many kids who are like, man, Kobe, if I don't go D1, man, I ain't playing football. It's D1 nothing. You don't D1 nothing. But a kid say, Coach, I don't care where I go. I just want to play football. You know what I'm saying? A kid actually doing that. And be able to accomplish that, it speaks. It's it's, it's great, man. It speaks volumes like he is carrying. I'm excited for his future. Coach, that's amazing. Um, I want to ask you about: Are there any other um, players right now that you look at right amongst the kids that you're coaching that have that star potential at the at, at the collegiate level? You know what? I won't get you in no trouble. I realize while asking it, this could get you in some trouble if they go back and listen, right? So no, no. I mean, I, I, I keep it real. I mean, it's a lot of guys. You got you got kids who are. I'll tell you the over the, the, the most hype kids we got. Okay. How about that? All right. Because I feel that all our kids got star potential as long as they tap into it. Because potential, I mean, it, it ain't going so far, but you got to tap into that potential go get it. You know, so guys that are really hyped up right now, and I, as a kid, I just got on to custom out on the field. <laughs> on defensive end, he a sophomore. Um, Denzel Moore. Denzel Moore has like 20 offers. Florida State, Auburn, UGA, Georgia Tech. I mean, all of them. And this kid has so much potential. Coach, he's, he's a sophomore. He's 6'2", 230, and runs a 4'6", 40. Okay? The thing about Denzel that I have to tap into is just him working hard on every single rep mm. and not getting upset with himself. Once he do that, he's going to be able to go to them schools for real. Like I tell kids right now, when you get an offer, that's just saying school just basically saying, hey, we think you're pretty good. You know what I'm saying? We, we're looking at you. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you can sign and borrow, you know, but he, he he's a potential star player. Uh, I got another kid, 2022, um, Chris, uh, Christopher Castle. He, I would call him Bosa. He's 6'4", 240. Uh, he's, a, he's a junior. He's going to be special. Uh, if he can just get a little faster, um, a little more flexible, he's going to be he gonna be great. He's going to be a power five kid. Mm. You know, he's very, he's his hands good. Great ball get off. Uh, he, want, he has a good very good high football IQ. He knows he knows football. He understands what he has to do and how to get there. Just gotta turn up a little bit more on his on his work ethic and things like that. He'll be skies the limit. Um the kid Eduardo, I uh, got another kid, a receiver, who's um hyped up right now. He's gonna be he's gonna be good. He's a sophomore as well. That twenty twenty three class we have, coach, is a very that's a very big class of of kids that have a lot of potential in that class. A lot of potential in that twenty twenty three class. We just got to get them kids to keep on, keep on grinding. Like I always say, you got to keep grinding, man. Keep grinding. We got some singers right now um, that, that's definitely going to sign somewhere. It has potential to be stars as well at the next level. 
He's got to keep grinding. Jabari Ponders, oh, that kid's an athlete. He plays, he runs track. He plays slot. He plays DB. Mm. He returns kicks. You know what I'm saying? He can do, do whatever you want him to do. He play hard. A couple other good receivers. Um, D, I got another D, a nose guard. First year playing. A little undersized. Uh, Muktar, but he has great, great ball get off. He uses his hands very good. Got another linebacker, Julian um, Patterson. Um, safety, Maxwell. So we got a couple guys back there, Coach, that can definitely be stars. But like I said, man, it's just what you're going to do, man, to, to tap into that potential that you have. Because a lot of kids don't know it. They got it, but they just don't know how great they can be. And I see it, man. I, that's one thing I hate, man. Like, I see it, and then when a kid don't actually tap into it, it hurts so bad. Man, it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Coach, when I when I think about um, a, a kid going from the high school level to the collegiate level, right, and then you see all that star stuff on – you see star um, pr- productivity in the NFL, right, once they finally get there. A lot of times the, the high school position coach, right, is often forgotten by the large media people, right, but never yep. by the player. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know what most I mean? Definitely. Never by the player because – Think about it. You, you mentioned a lot of, uh, of, of talent, right? But talent that needs to be cultivated and developed. Because without the coaching right now, without the, the reminder that you need to go hard every play, without that reminder, that's a base setting thing you're doing, coach. So yeah. I, love, I love what you're talking about. I love what you're, what you're kind of bringing into this conversation because a lot of times that's lost later on when you're seeing the, the star potential, right? Yeah. You forget who instilled that stuff at the, at the very, you know, at the base level, coach. So – Hey, one more guy. One more guy left off. Oh, I just go, thought about go. it. Man, I can't leave this guy. Latravion Rock Gaither. He's our running back coach. Coach, mm. remember that name. Latravion Gaither. Coach, that kid, he's going he's gonna to sign. I don't know where he's going to sign. Yeah, it's going to be a Juco. It's probably going to be Hudson. Hudson's on offer he has right now. Mm. Other Juco's interest like Indy and um, Dodge City, Coffeyville. But it's on offer right now. It's Hudson. Um, he, can, he can leave and he can graduate in December. And that kid – He's 5'10", about 215, 220, and he is, his name is Rock because he is built like a rock. He squats 550 pounds. Whoa. He power cleans 305. His kid is a dog. He, he totes the ball. I mean, he <laughs> totes the rock. Matter of fact, he's he, he here right now. You want to see him, Coach? Yeah, where you at? Hey, come, hey, Rock, come here, Rock. Look at this kid. Look at him. What up? What up? <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing hey, well, man. man. Rickson say MTNV Sports. That's crazy. I see you, boy. I see you. I see you. Do your thing, man. For sure, definitely. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, Cole. I do. It's funny. I nicknamed him Rock when he first got here, and like the name is stuck. Like even newspapers, they call him Rock Gaither. What? The announcers call him Rock Gaither. Like dude's real name is a Travis, but nobody. Cost Nobody money. knows Everybody that. It's just rock. <laughs> Coach, let me ask you a question. All right. Um, you just heard about the announcement at Jackson State. I don't know if you heard about it yet. You know what's going on over there, right? Talking about Deion Sanders? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what he's looking for. You know he's looking for some dogs. He's looking for oh, some, yeah. some people out there. He's looking for some people who, who rock movers who going to – rock yeah. movers. <laughs> he's looking, <laughs> he looking for some people who going to really showcase talent, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Have you thought about – right, like how, how have you thought about trying to make sure that he sees your players? Man, it's funny you say that, man, because my DM, both of us thinking about, man, his mama texted me that day. 
when he said he was going there and say, hey, make sure Bosa signs with Jackson State. Because <laughs> I love Deion <laughs> Sanders. Oh, boy. The only way you can do it, man, to be honest with you, I uh, go first thing I do is I go on Twitter. I go on Twitter and I find out the um, coach, try to find a coach who recruits this area in Georgia. Mm. Uh, once I do that, then I can uh, start DMing them. I tag them on different, you know what I'm saying, different tweets I do or whatnot and try to get them that way. And if I can't see who recruits Georgia, then I'll just find any coach on that staff whose DMs are open and I follow, or I follow them. Hopefully they find back. A lot, a lot of times, instead of missing, if they DMs are open and private, they'll follow you back. It may take some time. So I got, I got to, I got to go through the staff and click on the guy and see if his DMs open. Then try to get, get um, get in contact with him that way. Uh, email, I think email used to work, but I think that Twitter, that Twitter is number one right now for me, as far as I've been, as long as I've been doing it, as far as recruiting goes. Mm. That, that Twitter is, that Twitter is, that Twitter is number one. Coach, I wonder if it's going to be tough. You know you know how star-studded his coaching staff is. And I yep. wonder if it's going to be tough to get to those secondary coaches where, in other cases, it would be kind of easy, right? Yeah. Because they're yeah. not, you know, Hall of Famers. But yeah. now we're looking at, you know, Warren Sapp, Terrell, Terrell Owens, right? Owens, yeah. You know what I mean? How, how, yeah. Getting to them is going to be just as hard as getting to Dion. Yeah, it's going to be hard, man. It's, it is going to be hard. But you're going to find a way, man. Yes, sir. If, if, you, want, if you want to do it, you got you to find a way to get in there. You gotta find a way. You gotta find yep. a way, Coach. Look, <coughs> while you're while you're preparing for for other teams, while you're preparing for other games, I know you get a chance to look at some film and see some other players around. You know, around the uh, the city and around the state, you get a chance to view them. Has there been anybody that you've seen on tape, right, from other teams that you're like, oh my gosh, that kid's gonna be a star? Man, it's a kid who played um at Lambert. I can't think of his name right now. He's number eleven. And he plays receiver. And that kid is the truth. Mm. I think he's got an offer like a couple weeks ago from Florida. Mm. That, that, that kid is the truth. Um, couple linemen, man. I mean, we we here in Gwinnett. And in Gwinnett and Georgia in general, though, man, the linemen, there's so many big boys here, man, up front. Like, we just played a team, a team last week, East Coweta. Man, this old lineman, boy, he, he was 6'5", 320 pounds. Mm. And at halftime <laughs> – He's walking on the field. We're losing pretty bad. It's pretty, pretty bad. Um, and one of the, you know, one of the kids come up to him and say, hey, man, this game is over, man. high five him. This game was over two hours ago with his big, very white voice. <laughs> I was like, wow. Hey, I mean, it's some big – I mean, them linemen, man. Lambert had 265, wasn't one six six, two eighty, two sixty 260 pounds. Boy, I mean, the linemen here are just ridiculous, man. Mm. But I will say, not yet other than number 11, and them linemen, well, it was a kid last year. He had Central. I think he's my transfer to Grace. I'm not sure. Plays receiver, coach. This kid is one of the best receivers we've ever game plan against. Mm. And last year, we had to beat Central to get in the playoffs. And our game plan was to keep him double team all game. Mm. We're getting beat by some. We ain't letting him beat us. We had to beat by somebody else. And we did a pretty good job first half. And second half, man, man went off. And got two hundred and twenty plus yards receiving, three touchdowns. <laughs> hey man, hey that kid come off the ball. He has good, good get off, good feet. I mean, he's not that tall, about six foot, but he's fast and quick. Mm. Everything you want for a receiver, he's gonna be big, man. Brookwood has a quarterback right now. That's the real deal. Mm. He's a sophomore and he throws dimes. 
Oh, Matt Kidd, yeah. Matt Kidd is the truth, man. I ain't a lot. Here Gwinnett, here Gwinnett, Coach, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a plus for athletes. Each week, you got a game plan. You got a game plan hard each week. It's tough. Man, it sounds tough, Coach. If you're playing against those guys, man, like this game, this game was over two hours ago, bro. That's that's yeah. something you don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's something you don't forget as a player. All right, yo, Coach. Let me ask you this: um, You have a lot of stuff that's going on, Coach. Um, you know, I mean, you're you're the recruiting coordinator there, or the recruiting director. Um, you're also over the track and field team, right? You have a lot going on, Coach. Do you have any other aspirations, right? Like beyond, um, possibly even beyond Meadow Creek. Do you have any other aspirations going forward? Anything that you're looking forward to in your career? Well, uh, when I first I first started college, I graduated. I was a GA for two years at Georgia State, and um, I wanted to stick in college. I didn't want to go to high school and like that. And the coach mm-hmm. I was here at the time came and asked me about coaching high school. I said, no, nah, I don't really want to do high school. I said, where you at? He said, I'm Metal Creek. I was like, oh, no, I'm good, man. I'm like, you know, I'll be honest. That's what I said. But then I got here and I just, I, it's like the Lord put me here for a reason. Mm-hmm. And a lot of kids here, it's not really, here in Metal Creek, it's, it's, it's actually bigger than coaching. You know, a lot of these kids don't have that father figure, that mentor figure in their life. And I feel like the Lord placed me here for a reason. And until that, re- that, that time is up, you know, I, I don't – I mean, I, I, want, I want to eventually one day. I do want to – I want to – originally I want to be an NFL scout. I want to work in scouting. Mm. I like the recruiting. I like that's why we're a recruiting coordinator here or be a recruiting coordinator at the level. And I, and I love coaching D-line. So it's a way I can do both, man. I would love it, you know, um, but I really, I really enjoy, I enjoy it here. I enjoy the, our head coach, man. It, it, I think that's one thing my friends get kind of mad. I got a friend who coaches at Valdosta. Well, he's a Colquitt now. He was at Valdosta. And one of the things he always said, man, don't get, don't get complacent there, man. You know, I don't get – I was like, listen, man, I got a head coach, man. He's like – he's a great guy. Mm. He treats us with respect. And the one thing he does uh, is real big on his family. And when you get with a guy that's really big, big on that, like Coach Curry was at Georgia State, he was big on family. Spend time with your family. Like you don't ask to be here till midnight and one in the morning. You know, mm. yeah, we still gotta do our work and get our work done. But at the same time, he wants you to get on, spend time with your family. You know, and that, that's really big. And a lot of schools is not like that. I know. I, I've heard a lot of my friends close by the places, and they there till midnight. You know, and I, mm. I know if I, I know if I was. I'll probably be married no more. <laughs> My wife probably wouldn't go for that, man. But like I said, man, until the Lord tells me to go somewhere else, you know, so I move on, then I'll be here. That's awesome, Coach. Look, um, and, and I'm glad you bring that up. We normally ask people this um, whenever we get a chance. Uh, so we have a praying fan base. We have a listening fan base who, who, you know, loves to go to the Father for people. Is there any way we can pray for you and your team, Doc, um, as you head into the rest of the season? Yes, please, man. Please pray for our, our um. We have a big power lineman right now, man. Our players been dropping. They've been mm-hmm. dropping my line. We have a big issue with the lineman. Um, got four guys, four our starters. You know, with the COVID, their parents mm-hmm. didn't want them to play. Um, we had some kids who, um, got hurt, torn meniscus. Mm-hmm. One kid broke his ankle. You know, it's it's been, it's been pretty bad for a while. Uh, also dealing with. Um, hold on one second. Oh, hold on real quick. Hold on the phone. Uh, also dealing with just um, kids at home with the home life, you know, um, parents, things like that. And just, and I pray every night 
the Lord says anointing oil and blood over our over our program and our staff. You know, just just of that in general, that would be a blessing. I really, really, I really would appreciate that. Yes, sir. The whole Yes, sir. Well, thank you so much. We truly appreciate you, Coach. We appreciate you joining us, man. It's no been doubt, an no awesome doubt. talk and interview. Um, and look, we'll, we'll absolutely pray for your your um your players, man. We'll be praying for you and for your future aspirations, Doc. And hopefully, that. we get a chance to you know see all all that. Well, hopefully, they get a chance to see all their dreams and aspirations come true. We'll be praying for that for sure. Thank you, Coach. We appreciate you joining us. Hey, I appreciate you, man. It's been a real blessing, man. Thanks a lot. Yes, sir. All right, y'all, thank you so much for listening. Um, this is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports. I'm out. They figure I never be hot as a chiller gorilla when I'm in the booth of the feeling. You know what the deal is, not get at your feelings. So this gonna be critical, cut thing umbilical. Put me inside of a mind of a criminal, meaning I'm moving the silence of criminal. We get king up in the pool of familiar, humming a pillin' bruh. Spectacular, since it's twisting the Dracula. Drink went back to the Acura. Get a really wanna see me when I'm acting up. I gave you the lady when I made it. Hey, are you a musician or someone with a small business and want to get more attention to your business and to your music? How about you create an ad with the MTNV Sports Podcast? By doing that, all you have to do is DM me, Nora Natish, at Nora, N-O-R-A, underscore Natish, N-A-T-I-S-H, on Instagram or Twitter, and I will help you be able to get your song on our Song of the Week list and your ad for your business on MTNV Sports Podcast episodes. Hit me up if you want that hookup.